Wilson! Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Fulfilling yawn. I don't know. It's like I'm getting the post-workout yawning. You should have more energy after a post uh, after it, it a just, workout. I, I know. I need to get through it. You know. I yeah. Get through it. You need to hydrate. Hydrate. I'm doing that. Okay. Because usually, a lot of the times when we think we're tired, we're actually just thirsty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that true. And not, not just for water, but like, especially like after a workout, it's like about replenishing electrolytes. Yeah. So like sodium, potassium, hmm. the other ums that you're supposed to replenish. <laughs> Ooh, it's nice out today. Sun's out. Oh, it is? Oh. Hmm, we got a cold front. Finally. It's a little chilly, but the sun's out, so. That's good. Yeah, the sun's out right now too, but yesterday all day it was like really cloudy. It's been a few days. I can't remember when the last time I saw it. The sun? Tuesday maybe? I don't even know. Hmm, That was a long time ago, yeah. So we had, it was overcast for a few days. Rain, it was pouring yesterday. Yeah. All day. Miserable day. We got some pouring too recently miserable miserable and cold and i hate that weather um but today is beautiful that is good any plans the with old- the family to go outside later take the kids out for a hike maybe uh, i wish i wish we gotta work oh okay i took them to dunkin donuts this morning they're off today actually the kids are off from school What's today? Um, uh, this week was parent-teacher conference. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, is it a holiday or something? Nah. They had half days on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they were off today. So not bad for them. Not bad. What's up, Waz? Chilling. What's going on, guys? Hey, Waz. Eden, my love, what's, what's good with you? It's always good to hear you have energy on a Friday. Yeah, man. I, you know, I have no choice. It ain't shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> Until 1130. <laughs> That's a lot. There's a lot of stuff to do. Not like in the social sense, but just like uh, my yeah. own personal life sense. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there's there's nothing to do socially. 
I actually, it's funny. My friend hit me yesterday. It was probably like 9.15. He was like, yo, come up to this place. I guess he was in Sherman Oaks. Uh, come have a drink, watch the game. I was like, yo, I'm watching the Laker game and then I'm going to do the daily ding. But I'm down to come out. Fuck it. Let's go. And then he's like, yo, instead of doing this, we're going to go to this hookah spot instead, which is BYOB, instead of us, you know, spending all this money at the mm, spot. Okay. And the hookah spot, though, is a little bit further out east in the valley. And I was just like, I literally started packing up. I had two bottles of wine. That and then people I texted left him, at your was, house? No, and then I texted him. I was like, I'm not coming. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, let, let, let me, let's do this tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it Friday. Like, it was just like, my bed was, you know, less than 20 feet away. I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm not once, going. Once you start packing up to go somewhere, that's the gut check. That's <laughs> yeah, the gut check like, of what I really right, want to do. If you're just grabbing your shit and going, you yeah. can, like, you can be out the door. But once, yeah. all right, all right, I'm going to grab this bottle and this, and then it's like, oh, man. Nah, I've cut, I don't know, I've cut many a plan. During yeah. that time period. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, you know, I do have these bottles I wanted to try. And, you know, the place is pretty cool about letting people do what they do as long as you spend the money on the fucking hookah in your little personal section or whatever. And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I just quit. I just quit. That, that would happen a lot for me on the road at work. Um, people always would gather somewhere and I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'll be there. And I'm getting ready. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, nah. I'm staying right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's get, like if, if I'm not out the door within hotel. two minutes, I've already changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone will call me up. Come on. Come on. It's fun. Come on. I'm like I'm at the bar, the hotel. It's as far as I'm going, buddy. The hotel <laughs> Sorry, bar is me. clutch though. <laughs> What's up, Maze? Yo. Yay, No computer troubles this week. Eden, why'd you say something? <laughs> I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts and prayers for your computer. Yeah, we still got to record you Cinephobe later, Eden. Thoughts. This is, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. Right, we got... <laughs> I'm sorry. On, um, but I'm trying to save your relationship by doing this to his speaking computer. Speaking of Cinephobe, when are we doing, we got to schedule this, Um, what's the name of that Michael, the, the, the Douglas um movie? <laughs> Disclosure. Disclosure. Because I saw somebody tweeted that. We Before did someone it. It's, votes it's it up. Oh, it got Someone's pumped back s- up. <laughs> I'm just saying it could. You know, someone's going to sabotage. I don't Gotta think people are going now. to yeah. review this movie in a positive way. <laughs> just unless Michael Douglas, Mike. If anything, it's probably going to get down to 39% soon. Oh, what about the cast of the movie? You never know. <laughs> I, lis- I listened to Demi Moore's audiobook. I don't think she's focusing on this movie anymore. I don't think that's a high priority for her. She did drop a book not too long ago. Wasn't there some like salacious details about Ashton Kutcher or something? Are they still together? No. No, no, I might have fallen asleep during that portion of it. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, but she had a messed up childhood, man. Oh, like she had a real, like her mom pimped her out at 15. Ooh. Type of childhood. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's dark. Yeah, it's really, really messed up. So it's kind of weird. Like I don't know how to deal with any of these like weird relationship rumors or stories about her because I'm just like, I think that, I think that bell got rung a long time ago. <sighs> yeah, got you. Yeah, 
Um, also, our kids might hate her. It sounded like from the book. The the rumor. Uh, you hear a rumor about that? Oh boy, her name's Rumor. Well, yeah, oh my yeah, god, I, I was literally about to say, what's her name? Rumor? Is that her? The rumor chick, Bruce Willis? Yeah. Rumor's um, one. Uh, there's two others, I think, too. But yeah, it sounded like she just lives in Idaho in this big ass house by herself and like her kids won't visit her anymore. That's mm. what it seemed like from the book. So yeah, she's, a Con- more she's a Kanye type. She's, that's Kanye's future. Yeah. That actually, look, man, you give me a certain amount of money. I'll, I'll get rumors it. scout and Tallulah. Tallulah. Is Tallulah Tallulah Tallulah's the oddest name of them all, right? Yeah, it's like was it named after a random town in that's Louisiana? My, that's my mom's alternate name. Oh, it's like her middle name or like No, it's like the name she always wanted. What, where is that from, though? Like, I only know it as like a town that's in between Little Rock and and New Orleans because it's where we always stop to get gas. Sure that but Tallulah like, Lake is a town in the valley. Am I making what, that up? That's what my that's mom Tallulah says. Lake. Oh, it's Tallulah. Tallulah. Oh. Whoops. But Tallulah. it's like a location name, right? Yeah. Tony Medley is. Uh, I mean, we haven't done him in a while, but he is a movie reviewer. That is a patron saint of cinephobe. Oh, gotcha. Also, hardcore right wing dude. Hardcore <laughs> right wing that comes <laughs> through in his Hollywood. Reviews. He's always shitting on like these left wing <laughs> actors like George Clooney and Will Ferrell and all this. Like he's, it's just weird. Who's this? Tony Medley, our super reviewer. That if there is a Tony Medley review for uh, a movie, a movie yeah, that we, you man, do, we haven't you done in a long time, but he will be at the end of the podcast. Well, uh-huh. and I and I live in the neighbor or like the neighborhood over from him. I guess is how you hey. describe it. And so I gotta Tony. find this guy, Tony. Actually, is it, is it just Maze's alter ego? Is that what no. you're talking about? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, Slater's, fun story. Slater's alter ego. <laughs> My mom stalked him online. What? She sent me all this information about him on like how to contact him if we want. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Mom, what are you a doing? Fan. <laughs> what are you doing? Tony. W-I-D. He's like, Zach, I don't think you've been serious enough in your efforts to find Tony. Let me yeah, help you out. Yeah. I mean, my thought was like, if I recognize him at Trader Joe's, I'll say something. I mean, right. I'm now stalking uh, Demi Moore online, so. That's the move. That. Hey, if you're fine moving to Idaho. Demi. Zach, can you, uh, did you get that note I sent? I'm recording. No, about the uh, blue oh. chew. You mind doing that? Blue oh. chew. I'll do this. Are you kidding me? You're good at it. I got some this morning. You really turn it on. If you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I can turn it on. <laughs> wow! Baby. Wow! I can guys. turn it on. Wow. Tell me more, please. <laughs> hey, was very interested. Hey, was. <laughs> if you like sex, I do <laughs> on occasion. You're gonna love bluechew.com. It, what does it do? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. What was. does the chew do? It's a performance <laughs> enhancement for the bedroom. And it's okay. a chewable with the mm, active yeah. ingredients that you find in like another competitive, you know, dick pill. Got right? you. Except Got you. this isn't a pill or what? It's just a, like a little chewable, like 30 to 40 minutes before you get this. Like it, you just chew it. It's mm. got a, it's got a, a, a blue taste so it. so it's you like should probably now, now you should probably pop it in 
right before you ordered <laughs> the, the the Uber to leave the restaurant and go back for the night. Well, that's that's great. That's a great assumption was because it can be taken on a full or an empty stomach. This mm. is something where, oh, make sure you eat or, oh, don't eat because right. it's going to. No, you take it whenever you want. You pop that thing. You order that Uber. You pop that thing in. You chew it a little bit. They'll never know. Right? Light you a just, candle. They know you, you have a little breath. Pour a couple of glasses. Exactly. Uh, mm. You go to bluechew.com, the the online physician con- consultation. It's free. Free. Nice. Yeah. It only takes a few minutes. You connect with an affiliated physician of bluechew.com. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. There's no, you know that like in doctor, Maze, you know how it is, right? When you have to go to the doctor and you're like, <laughs> hey, I'm having some performance hey. problems in the bedroom. And the doctor gives you a weird look, right? The doctor's like, really? You do, young man? And it's just weird. No, you don't have that anymore. You have to wait in line at a pharmacy where they're like, all right, Jade, we got your Viagra. No, you don't have that. (laughs) They're going to ship it directly to your door. And Eden, I know what you're thinking. And you're wrong. It's not going to come in some box that says boner pills. In a neon oh, that's sign. such a relief. That's yeah. such a relief. <laughs> Chewables <gummies>. from BlueChew.com <laughs> are even gummies. made in the USA. That's right, Waz. We're supporting American business here. Love that. That's what we're about. It's going to give you confidence <laughs> in Support American workers. single time. You and your partner are going to love it. So you know what I always say, guys. Chew it and do it. And by the way... Great deal for you listeners out here. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code DING. That's D-I-N-G. Your first order free with D-I-N-G. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code DING. Use that promo code DING for your dong. That's awesome. That was great. Beautiful, beautiful read. By the way, it says here that Tony Medley is an MPAA accredited film critic. He wrote a book about about the UCLA Bruins basketball team, too. Wow. And about he's an avid bridge player. What was the best? Maze, what's like the review that comes to mind? I want to read one for these guys. Oh, no. Is it it, was it Um, Drillbit Taylor? Is that the one? That's the first one that came to mind for me. Great I mean, movie. the first one is is the next review because that was the first one that we ever did. But I would mm. read a Will Ferrell movie. Oh, he what Will Ferrell? Will, yeah, he, he does hate Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Did we do a Will Ferrell movie? <laughs> do we, let's do Step Brothers. Let's read the okay. Step Brothers review. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. This is this is, is this is that's a good one. All right. Step Brothers review by Tony Medley. Step Brothers, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. Just rewatched it this week. That's a maze review. That's not Tony Medley. Here's what Tony Medley had to say. (laughs) If you go to this film expecting the worst you've ever seen, you won't be disappointed. If it looks idiotic in the trailer, it's worse in person. The ridiculous story is that Nancy Huff and Robert Doback fall in love and get married. They bring into the marriage their 40-year-old sons, Brennan Huff and Dale Doback. They have adolescent mentalities enabled by their clueless, doting parents and don't get along. Then they get along. Then they fight with their parents. Perhaps the most damning part of the story is that both Farrell and Riley have story by credits. If that's not enough to keep you from this film, the producer is Judd Apatow. 
These guys are on the Hollywood establishment lunatic left. So not surprisingly, they open the film with one of President Bush's mangled quotes. It has nothing to do with the movie, but hey, they want to appeal to critics, most of whom hate President Bush. Predictably, oh at my, my screening, God. which was all media, the quote got the biggest laugh of the film. Totally bereft of humor, an insult to the intelligence of anyone over the age no of reason, way, reprehensibly dude. crude, this is <laughs> worse than stupid. Reason. It uses vulgar language to try to make jokes based mostly on excrement and genitalia subjects which abound in apatow feral films zero out of ten wow no way zero? Wow. Wow. nice <laughs> this, so I mean, wait, also, wait, when did step brothers come I out kind of, 2007 how far yeah. in he goes though you know how far in by 2008 there were people still defending w yeah man Lord. i mean there was at least one person <laughs> His totally I get, um, I get uh, what this guy does. Give also, me another one for reference. Um, oh man, what's the weird? There's there are a couple times where he will just mention he'll compare a movie and then mention how like Freaky Friday is like the greatest comedy oh. of all time. Like he loves Freaky Friday. That's the Lindsay Lohan joint. Yes, Lindsay Lohan. And I actually I watched that. When did I watch that? Aaron and I watched that. Um, Halloween maybe. We watching a bunch of Lindsay Lohan films and. I gotta say, like, it's a banger. I didn't remember mm. it all that well. That's a banger of a movie, but he's like, he wanted this it to like sweep comedy. the Academy Awards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, this this should have won all the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Wasn't, I'm gonna read, it wasn't that uh, deep, and it was also a remake. By the way, I love it? that Hollywood is considered left wing. That's the, that's the joke of it all. It feels like he's uh, trolling, right? This, I mean, no, this is him, man. Like, this is consistent in everything we've we've read from him. Like, he is the only thing that him. Step Brothers review I, was I missing was a comparison to an actor from like the 1940s. Right? Yeah, he does that a lot too. Um, <laughs> there's no picture of him online. Can you find one? Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks exactly who you think. <laughs> Where? I can't find him. You got to go to the Tolucan Times, Jade. Yeah. Oh, is that him? I see that one. Yeah, yeah. that's him. That oh. little tiny photo is all So is got. that who he writes for, the Tolucan Times? I think so. Now. I think that's the majority of his. Those are, those are like yeah. Oh, yeah. the last. Yeah, oh, it, uh, What's he done this He year? was like active in oh. 2020. Yeah. He, he writes movie reviews for Vince Vaughn. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Vince Vaughn, um, Angelina Jolie's dad, Tim Allen. I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler's a right winger. I don't like. I'm almost positive of that. Um, there's a decent amount of right wingers. I don't know why they front like there's no right wingers in Hollywood. There's plenty okay. of them. So in the Catwoman review, which we did oh. on Cinephobe, <laughs> oh yeah, he says that he doesn't think that Benjamin Brad is handsome. Wow. Unfortunately, <laughs> Benjamin Brad is less than compelling as her love interest. At least I didn't see anything different than I saw when he was Lenny's partner on Law and & Order. And what I saw there was a good-looking, likable, phlegmatic guy who was always pretty much the same. But Benjamin apparently provides eye candy for women, so maybe he's got some secret sex appeal that only who women see. Benjamin, Benjamin Brad. Brad. Benjamin Brad's fucking hot. He's a good-looking cat. Yeah, I mean, that dude's no... good-looking. You can't. <laughs> There's no interpretation no. of Benjamin Brad that he's not a good-looking cat. Come on, man. No, he's a smoke. I've always been about. able he's to understand how yeah. women could be attracted to movie stars like Robert Redford and Tyrone Power, but I don't think <laughs> of Brad the in their terms. 
However, you do have to take into consideration the fact that I'm not a woman. I'm going to send you a picture of this guy. This guy is amazing. I'm reading. I'm re- I kinda, yeah, I'm reading his 1917 review. It's hilarious. Tyrone oh Power? I mean, okay, decent looking cat, you know. Yes. About 1917. I originally rated this film higher, but the more I thought about it, the less esteem I had. <laughs> I love this. This is hysterical. Oh, Tyrone Power used to. Oh, I thought Tyrone that was Power's him. got a little Stu Gotts in him, it looks like. I thought I that think was it's just um, the picture. This one picture, I, I, I think I, I think I see the picture. I think I'm looking at the picture that you're talking about. Is that wow. no? Hold on, let me see. No, I'm looking at a different picture that he looks even more like Stu. Yeah, Tyro- <laughs> Tyrone Power comes up in Mad Men. That's the only. That's the only way I would even yes. know. Off they, go, off, off they go on their journey, closely following the formula. It's a long way, but as they walk, they talk, and they walk, and they walk. While we see the trenches, the walk takes them through land that seems untouched oh, I by war. See <laughs> this is hysterical. No, I mean he's he is get him on I'm, the pod. Well, we've been trying to like literally trying Look, to. My find mom this literally dude gave forever. me every single way of contacting him, so I will. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Gotta get this Shouts guy because I think we. I think we should do like a. Oh man, what we should do is we should do like a Patreon exclusive interview with him to go over some of the movies, and then on top of that. We should make him rank Will Ferrell movies. Because <laughs> I All think the best, I think the best way for that to go is for him to hate us so much that he like hangs up on us. I don't think that'll take much. <laughs> I think once he finds out that Amin's Muslim, that'll happen. <laughs> wow, he, he reviews like not everything. It seems like uh, he was just there the was stuff definitely- he hates. <laughs> There's definitely a zone where he was really working. Like if you look in like his like late 2000s, early 2010s, like he was seeing just about every movie. Oh, okay. And he, oh, you know, so his website, his website, despite n- not being updated since like GeoCities, is thorough. There's yeah, a lot thorough, on there. Yeah. Uh, you guys want the Anchorman review? Yes, please. Somebody who doesn't like Anchorman. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's Eat, Pray, Love. One out of ten guys. Seven out of ten chicks. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> <Tony> Medley. <laughs> Not a part of the resistance. Goodness. <laughs> All right, Anchorman. Ah, this movie raises raises an existential question that could drive people like Camus and Satter wild. Is a movie born bad? Or does society make it so? Or to put it another way, is a movie bad because my expectations are much higher than the reality? Or is it bad because it's just bad? The given is that Anchorman is bad. But I went went into it with high expectations. People in the audience were laughing occasionally. I heard someone exiting the theater say, that was really great. I wasn't sure if it was someone auditioning for a DirecTV commercial or not. Because one thing is for certain, regardless of your expectations, this movie is not great. So is it bad because I expected too much, or is it just bad? Anchorman was written by NBC's Saturday Night Live mainstays, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, who make this feature film directorial debut. McKay didn't make the cut when he auditioned for SNL in 1994 as a performer, but he was hired as a writer and promoted to head writer in 1995. Over the next five years, he participated in over 600 sketches. SNL has a reputation for being funny, 
I find his humor to be usually low class, gross, and unfunny. Because of the plethora of skits it throws out each week, a few are so funny they sometimes become classic. But the sad fact is that the majority of SNL skits are clumsy, low intellect bombs. Anchorman's SNL derivation shows in the vulgar, crotch-oriented, tasteless attempts at humor it thrusts upon us. Ron Burgundy's an egotistical, intellectual, lightweight news anchor at a San Diego TV station in the 1970s, Channel 4. Veronica Corningstone is a smart, ambitious, beautiful woman who yearns to break into the all-male world of TV anchoring. Ed Harkin is Channel 4's news director. Right off the bat, the film doesn't work. Even though she's smart and ambitious and he's a lightweight <laughs> jerk, she falls for him and gets involved in an affair. This gets Isn't about a zero the on the movie? credibility meter. <laughs> I can see this guy. The, cre- the credits start in the movie. He's like, ah, this sucks. Like, he watched Anchorman earnestly? Like, what? Oh, yeah. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. As if Farrell which he misspelled and McKay haven't done enough to convince us that they are Philistines. They compound the felony by throwing in an anti-president Bush line at the end, regardless of your political views, how obtusely insensitive do you have to be to gratuitously offend half of your potential audience? What's sad is this could have been a good idea. A parody on gold, golden tongued, empty headed news anchors who build huge popularity out of the simple expedient of read the news off a teleprompter. Why in the world are these people stars? Alas, this film misses a golden opportunity by crossing the line that separates parody from stupidity. Three out of ten. No, the film does the opposite of what it's he just said. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, those I don't are know, two. It could have been a good idea. The, guys. Like, the, the, the movie is literally doing the thing that he's lamenting that it could have done. Like, it's that's literally what the movie does. Like, like literally, the movie is making fun of the farce of TV anchoring. Like, like just how stupid it is. Wow. Yeah, this guy is a genuine right winger. <laughs> Holy moly, bro. Oh, wait, what was that? Man, what Holy was that moly. movie? What was, was like, it Vice? I want to know how what he thinks of Vice. Yeah, I would love to know what he thinks of that. When like, did that come out? Adam Carolla is a big right winger. I Yo. laugh at his shit because he's like, ridiculously oh um, i used to i used to listen to his podcast after he got fired from the radio i listened to his podcast every day because is funny bro yeah one he's pretty funny and two like i think he's an asshole and i and like he is a crazy right winger but i actually think he's a great interviewer right like he's really good at breaking into that stuff it's just he tells the same fucking stories over and over and over (laughs) my brother just published his book oh really word yeah I read one of his books. I can't remember. It was like called like Taco, I, not Taco Bell material or something like that. It was fine. I checked it out. It's very, He's had an interesting I mean, he, life. It's just, you know, he reminds me a lot of George Carlin. It's just that the time has changed, you know? And yeah, it's I like, get that. It's like, I don't know if you could put George Carlin in this time frame right now. It's like, you know what I mean? Be interesting. To, I, think, I, yeah, I, think George, I think Carlin would adjust. I don't think. Corolla is capable of adjust. Like I think George Carlin, I don't know if he would still be him, but I think he would still be a monster. Antithetical to right wing, um, just ideology. Like the point of being a right winger winger is that you don't want to adjust. Things are great exactly how they are, and people need to shut the fuck up and stop complaining about it. Uh, I don't know. I could understand it though. Like you have a certain set of values, and then the time change. If you don't change, you're kind of been altered right so you've slid to the right or slid to the left being that you didn't 
change your views. You know what I'm saying by that? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just telling you, like, yeah. if you could, if you consider yourself to be conservative in any manner, that you hold the opinion that change is bullshit. It's overrated. <laughs> Things are fine. Like that's, oh, that's yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. ideology of conservatism. It's like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. yeah, there's a couple of people who who can't hack it, but that's their fucking fault. You know, like, which, you know, like if you fucking, if you grew up working class and you became rich, I completely yeah. understand why you would think to yourself, people just can't fucking hack it. I did it. Look at me. You know, like, right, right, I, right. like it's completely justifiable as a, as a way of thinking kids. if you personally did it, you know? Yeah, well, as I agree, there isn't white privilege. Wait, what? <laughs> I say that to the kids. <laughs> I didn't help from me, kids. <laughs> Sorry. It's I the same. Kids, it's, it's I had a job at thing. 14 years old. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly hey, what the, I expect. The, exactly. The, the more successful I become, the more I'm like, look, I am absolutely liberal when it comes to social things. But these Republicans and their thoughts on taxes, like I can get behind <laughs> it's, this. It's the same thing. Libertarian. But it's like all of us become more conservative as we age. That's just yeah. it's how everybody operates. You know what I'm saying? Like this, that's universal. Oh, totally. Absolutely. I can't wait for the younger crew that I see on Twitter to get to be 40s. Oh, <laughs> oh it's man. It's going to be fun. Uh, come on. Come on. <laughs> and the other young kids show up. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you got to like Hillary Clinton, you know, like Hillary Clinton was a fucking hippie. <laughs> like, right. like right. think about that. Think about what she represents now. Oh, like yeah. she it's represents like the fucking it's establishment. Shiv in succession. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She grows up to be, you know. You know, that's just how it goes, man. I didn't catch that on the first go around. I caught it a lot more in the second, where in the early on she's wearing the hippie Whoa. clothes and all that. This is shocking. He gave this is forty an eight out of ten. What's this What's, is forty? This is it's 40. a Judd Apatow movie. Like he gave in. I don't in. think I ever watched it. Well, uh, it's it's the it's sequel for people to that are forty. Out. So why would you have watched right. it? Yeah, facts. It's Paul Rudd and uh, I didn't even watch it. It is, about, it is about it is about a middle aged man who like kind of Leslie man gets sick of everything. He, he what's his what's his name? Paul Rudd. Judd. Paul oh, Rudd. Judd Apatow. Paul Judd. No, Rudd. 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 Paul Rudd. Oh. <laughs> Rudd really has a lot of movies where he exemplifies like the modern man. Right. Dude, I fucking love him. He's like, the best. I don't know that he can do any wrong in my in my eyes. Unless there's a Me Too movement that happens, and then okay, obviously I will expunge that from the record. But like, I I think Paul Rudd is hilarious in everything. What's the movie where there's a neighbor and he can't get out because his wife's so strict? What movie's that? Neighbors so. too. No, it's not that one. <laughs> neighbors, neighbors, and neighbors too. Bangers. I'm I in all those movies. Those are good. And so God, that Zac Efron. Oh. I know. <laughs> what a piece of sex that guy is. Yo, I feel so bad that like I don't know if that movie came in the era, but I remember like there was 
from his like rea- reality show or whatever that he did, he was like, I didn't eat a carb for like six months or something. Yeah. And it made me so sad to think I know, about but his look abs. at him. In that like, pool scene? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Wash my dishes on those abs. <laughs> Makes sense. Efron, Efron blast there. Zach Efron, Efron. I have no idea what movie you're talking about, Jade. By the way, Paul Rudd with the neighbor. It's like one of those movies, like um, the one with Matt Dillon and uh, Owen Wilson. Oh, you mean sucks? Really? I tried to watch it. I I fell asleep though, and I I never just returned to it. I couldn't buy that. That Matt Dillon and Kate Hudson had ever met before, let alone were in right. love and got married. <laughs> I liked that movie. I thought it was good. All right, well, Jade just pitched a future cinephobe. There you go. <laughs> I like Drill Bit. Drill Bit was good. Oh, Drill Bit's great. Previous cinephobe. The cover of this movie, does he have a moose? He has a moose under his arm. And not John Travolta, but an actual moose. He's bringing a moose to the house. How house. big is said moose? Like I don't know, but it's like under his arm, so it can't be that big. Oh, it's just a moose head. Okay. There we go. So he That's stole bad. it from like Abercrombie or some shit. <laughs> Maybe Seth Rogen's the name. Let's check his IMDb. Man, what were we thinking with uh <clears throat> with Ab- that whole Abercrombie phase, you know? I know, the design. man. Oh, God. Is, that's a time capsule right there. <laughs> it really is. You didn't work in Yes, I was a manager for them that's for like to me. three years. I cannot picture you like oh, putting up with that culture. Picture. No. Picture <laughs> Are you kidding In me? an Abercrombie hoodie and the freaking. I can picture. No, I can picture. No, her in the clothes. Like, uh, that's fine. I'm saying like in that yeah. culture, like immersed in that culture, working yeah. every no, single Zach, day. I didn't, like, it was like an alternate universe of oh who my I was. God. Like, Dude, it was in like the summertime, in it's like, that how, freaking, have you heard that great Abercrombie store on Fifth <laughs> Avenue was like, bruh. It yeah. was crazy. They would have four naked dudes standing outside, posted out front, yeah. and they yo there would be a line to get into Abercrombie before that yeah. was a thing. Like yep. the only <laughs> store on Fifth Avenue with like every freaking brand you can imagine, Abercrombie had a line to get in because I guess um, there's not a lot of or there aren't any maybe at all abroad Abercrombie and Fitch yeah. stores. So like tourists. Oh. No, freaking flocked to that it's store. The import dude. tax. Yeah. Like there was only like seven worldwide locations at one point. And if they were always so much more expensive, like the markup because of import Bruh. tax. So like a hoodie here that costs like $50 would be like $150 overseas. That's crazy. Yeah. So people <laughs> would legit like dude, come Zach, to in the summertime, you in could not walk into Abercrombie and Fitch, dude. Like I guess the Fifth Ave location was the flagship. It was huge. Yeah. There's like, and like five man. stories. Man, so what I a was, time. I was, when that got Maze, big. it's you, me, and Dupree. Got it. Josh Rogan. <laughs> uh, when I when I got um or when I when I was working at the Gap. So the Gap was one on, on one end of the mall in Sacramento and um and Abercrombie's on the other end. And it was oh, so it was like a, a com- West Side story. Situation. It was a completely different world. Like yeah. just like being around that store, being around the store I worked in was yeah, just yeah, so yeah. fucking different. 
Oh my goodness, Abercrombie! What a time! Entering the 21st century, Abercrombie and Fitch was rated as the sixth most popular brand ahead of Nintendo and Levi's what? by teenagers. That's wild. Yeah, they had them crazy. at the mall where I am, and like, I was, was always afraid to go in because it was so. I mean, it's like <laughs> <arcaded. laughs> there'd be yeah, like but, smoke coming out the door. It, you know though, what I mean? Like, it's it's like what every parent doesn't want their kids to do, like listen to loud music, wear heavy cologne and walk around without their shirts on. So it's like, right, yeah. I think they really fed. Well, I don't, actually don't think I know because I was in Hold these on, Eden, Were you in charge meetings. of hiring? Yes, I was in charge of hiring. So you had I was to in pick charge, high people? Yes, I was in charge. They called <laughs> it like um, scouting, like... <laughs> No, yes. but yes, at, for before like Christmas, for our Christmas season, we always had the staff guys to stand outside and greet people, and we would legit have to like take pictures of these like eighteen no year old kids and like send them into. I'm not even kidding. We had to send them into headquarters and get them approved if we wow. wanted to get like Christmas That's bonuses. Crazy. Eden's just like walking around town. Like no, they amazing. legit tell us to walk around the mall and be like, hey, like you're good looking. Do you yeah. want to work for us? This is a sex ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. That happened to me in, P- um, in PA, but it wasn't Abercrombie. It was Hollister. Yeah, but it's the same company though. Same parent company. Yeah, same company. Oh, Hollister. Yeah. Was the other Hollister one? didn't Eagle? get the respect no, 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 that Abercrombie got. No, 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 no. Don't lump us in with American Eagles. Act. American Come Eagle on. was no. American Eagle was the Walmart to Abercrombie. Yeah, they were the target. old navy to like, uh, Abercrombie's that, like, Banana Republic. You worked at American Eagle if you weren't pretty enough to work at Abercrombie. Like that's so mean. But, like, that's exactly what, what the fuck? <laughs> Such asshole. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, American Eagle. Yeah, you you always felt icky walking into American Eagle. It was like, oh, yeah. why don't I just bring that extra thirty bucks for those Abercrombie jeans? <laughs> Here we go. Back in, uh, I mean, you know, take this as you would, but uh, back in 2012, it looks like the legal team at Abercrombie and Fitch is working overtime again, according to TMZ. A former employee of the clothing store has filed a lawsuit claiming. That the national chain sent him to a modeling agency that required him to masturbate in front of the camera. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh, God. By 2012, Wait. though, if you were still doing that, That's you kind of so... got what you did. I mean, Not who knows, blame, whatever, but, but you know. um, still, like, that's the whole thing. I don't, I don't know how that existed. I got a question. I got a question <laughs> that for could, you. Oh, man. That could I, be to part, a... I just have this what? one last thing to add. The creepiest yeah. part is, like... At the height of Abercrombie, whenever you want to call it is, I know that the like the top guy, CEO, whatever, like he apparently like hired like hot guys to just hang around him all day. Like I don't know, this is all, all sex behavior. Like, it was I mean, just how like do you think Jade got this podcast, Eden? <laughs> <laughs> it was like so like such a creepy concept. And, I mean yeah, the the gross. fucking American Apparel dude, like forget about it. Like that yeah. dude was oh yeah, oh that God. guy was sick, sick in the head. All right, I have two things. One, Maze, if Abercrombie was sixth, what were the top five? All right, let me. You mentioned that Nintendo. Out. Yeah, I Nintendo. Who, but that was ahead of Nintendo. Abercrombie was oh, ahead. Oh, it was ahead. So what was yeah. ahead of Abercrombie yeah. amongst American teens? Yes. So brands? MTV? What year was this? Recognizable brands heading into the 21st century, I believe. That's okay. What MTV? Is MTV? So, no, this is taking me to... Oh, damn it. It was going to take me to an article on Time Magazine called Abercrom- Abercrombie's Beefcake Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, dude! Yeah, Abercrombie couldn't survive our current moment. Just, Definitely, it no. just would no, no, no. not. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so while, while Maze does that research, um, I was listening to a podcast this week about uh, dating scams. Right. And like dating app scams and stuff like that. Yeah. And one of them was this dude uh, matched with this like hot girl and she was super interested in all this stuff. And they do like a video chat and then it gets into like they both masturbate on the chat. Right. And then she's like all of a sudden once it's done, they say goodbye or whatever. And she's like, yo, you got to transfer me eight hundred dollars. Whoa. And he's like, what? She's like, I have I was recording. I have pictures like, I'm going to send it to your family, all this oh, stuff. I'm going to post it online. Like, if you don't send me it. So she starts extorting him, right? And he's like, what the fuck? Like, they had messaged a bunch of times and worked up to this video chat and everything. And so I was thinking of, like, if I found myself in that situation, I, like, while I would be scared and nervous at first, I think at a certain point I'd be like, fuck you, post them. Post right. it. Like, go ahead. Is. Like, all right. So they're going to see my it. dick. That happens. Anybody, anybody wants well, to look. Then. Well, once someone does that, then they're actually liable. So it's revenge porn. You can, yeah. you can get them in the end, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Well, now, I don't know if, like, at the time, I don't know when the story was yeah. from. So this, it might have been before We don't like, know if laws were stuff. like, yeah. that's a yeah. genius, but, still, but even still, I was thinking, like, um, yo, if I got to put, it is a, right. It's apparently, like, a big thing. And they were, like, I want to say, so he transferred the money. And he tracked it to like I don't know some account in like Thailand. It came in islands, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like, but uh, yeah, it got me thinking. Like, like yeah, I think I mean if I would extort me for eight hundred dollars, like no, I'm just post them. That's fine. Well, it's eight hundred first, then another right. eight hundred. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That, yeah, so that's what. Like Aaron was like, Aaron was like, what eight hundred dollars? I was like, yo, I bet that's just a first time because then once yeah. they know that they can get money from you. That's I a just constant saw, thing then. I was just watching a Black Mirror on this subject. Oh. Did you okay, see that so one? The, re- the research was done by the problematically named company Teenage Research Unlimited. <laughs> what were and the brands? In the fall of yeah. 2000. That sounds like a Stu Gotts thing. TeenageResearch.com. <laughs> True. In the fall of 2003, they went up to third. And they were behind Nike and Sony. Okay, that makes sense. PlayStation wow. and Nike. Yeah. What else? Wow. What's, what else is in the like rounds out like the top five? <laughs> wow. I can't. I can't find the list itself. <laughs> oh. But, but does does Abercrom- Abercrombie still exist though? Right. Yes, they're still around, but they clearly are, like this is the they peak. switched it up like, it like they, early yeah. 2000s. Like, their whole thing was extremely. they don't make yeah. a single article of clothing in that black. doesn't say Abercrombie on it. Or right. in black, but they do now. But now that you know that yeah. that that style of just so gaudy of just like, hey, look, it's Abercrombie. Yeah, is is out of style. Or giant moose. Yeah. Um, I bet was Xbox not popular enough at that era? I feel like Xbox would be in the top ten at least, right? Yeah, but Microsoft as yet. a brand, I don't think is as cool. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Microsoft yeah. is a brand. Xbox is just the gaming console. But I just imagine being imagine being a teen in 2003 as I was. I mean, we were. Yeah, what are you, you just, talking about? Yeah. Imagine you just had your, your Abercrombie <laughs> Fit, your Nike Kicks, and you were playing a PlayStation. You were the coolest kid in America. Oh, my God. Nothing was better than that. Uh, you know what else is great, guys? Talking to fans on stereo. Oh my god! Yes, sir. 
the stereo app, which I think we got one coming up this week. Maze, is it going to be you and Amin? Is it going to be me and Amin? Is it going to be me and you? Uh, me and Amin sounds like an interesting. <laughs> Actually, I would. I want it to be you and Amin, and that me way and I will listen and I will send in some voice notes. But I want to see how that one goes because it's. Oh man, the way Amin handles the trolling young people. Yeah, the voice it's, messages it's, is it's, it's quite interesting. But yeah, it's actually but I it's, thought, it's needed. It's necessary. Yeah, well, to a degree. Uh, but <laughs> what Maze and I, when Maze and I did the stereo app um, a week ago, man, that was fun because Maze just has this like encyclopedia, encyclopedic like knowledge of our podcast in a way that I can't remember shit. And so we had so many questions from from listeners that were great questions that would have taken me about 10 minutes to answer as I tried to like just rack my concussion addled brain for, for any kind of like spark of a memory there. And Maze was like, Oh yeah, that was this episode. That was that episode. And so it's a fun way for everyone to connect with, with our listeners. And I think like the cool thing about it is if you want to be on stereo, you can be on stereo. You can just start your own. Like they kind of have this scrolling thing as you open the app. It's just like, Hey, Here's a random show. Let's see if you like it. Don't like it? Scroll through to find another show or start your own. Invite your own friends. Um, Waz, it's, uh, I know you guys have done it for Bomb and stuff. Like, it's a fun one. Yeah, it, it's dope um, because I just love the interactive nature of it more than anything. Just, you know, in real time, people here would, me and, would listen to what me and Nando were talking about and then ask us a question or take us in another direction. One guy asked us if... If we, um, he he mentioned that his girlfriend wanted to start an open relationship, and he asked us if we thought it was a good idea to entertain that. Um, so we went from you know the politics of the left to whether or not you and you know you should let your partner see other people, and we we thought it was a good idea for him to let his girl, um, pork other dude. So <laughs> there you go. That, that was what we did for for, Stereo. for pork cinephobe. other dudes. Pork other dudes for cinephobe. It has been a. Uh, it's been a, just a fun like after party for us, and we do have. Oh, next week we've got part two of the Batman and Robin episode. So, oh man, if you want to listen to Amin do his horrific, horrific Arnold impersonation, which oh I love the Arnold. It's <laughs> awful, and it pissed me off to no end. That Dan Levitar was like, "This Austrian is great, fans. do more." Like, Seriously. no, it's you're an enabler. <laughs> yeah, you're an enabler, but. We have fun on Stereo App. You can have fun too. You can check us out. Um, I don't, like almost every day of the week between us, between Tom Haverstrow, between Woke Bros, uh, Bomb, like Guts, like everything. Like everything has has been good there. You can follow me uh, Stereo dot com slash Talk Hoops, uh, Stereo dot com slash Darth Amin, Stereo dot com slash Corn Puzzle, Stereo dot com slash Big Waz. I don't know what Trey is. Eden, are you on there yet? I uh, I am not. I I don't. I'm. I just don't have it yet. <laughs> I don't have a reason to be on. Well, you can go to stereo.com slash talk hoops, sign up, listen to this coming Thursday's um, Cinephobe After Party. Uh, again, that's stereo.com slash talk hoops, stereo.com slash corn puzzle, stereo.com slash big waz slash Darth Amin, all that good stuff. Just start your own conversation. It's a live show whenever the hell you want it. It's great. All right, Eden. Eden. Got live questions this week. Some live we questions. have one that is a very important question. Um, is that, it about pork and other dudes? 
It's not about porking other dudes, but porking is, um, there is porking involved. So we'll just leave it at that. It is from... Oink, oink. (laughs) Yes, oink, oink. That's exactly what porking sounds like. Um, It is from friend of the show, a confidence man at Typed and Whatever. And he says, a friend of mine... I know in parentheses, I know people say that and it's not really a friend, and but me it really themselves. is a friend. <laughs> it really is a friend. <laughs> yeah. Asking, hashtag asking for a friend. Um, so a friend of mine has a new girlfriend and she's not very financially responsible. I've known this guy for about 10 years and he's a very cheap guy. But now he's going out every night for extravagant dinners and came with me to the problem that he doesn't know how much longer he can keep this up. He's been dating the girl for a month, and he's worried that the girl is using him for the illusion of wealth that he is putting on. And he he says that he told him to come clean and let her know that he's a broke boy, but he thinks that she'll leave him if he does that. Do you guys have any advice for our poor friend of uh, our friend? Look, it sounds like a ticking time bomb here, right? So well, yeah, he says he'll probably be in the red soon if he keeps this up. Yeah, one, don't go into debt over this shit. Yeah, not Two, worth it. If look, if you're just trying to like be with this person for as long as possible while also avoiding debt, like just ride it out a little bit longer and then eventually come clean and know what the consequences are likely to be after this. But do not go into debt over any of this shit. Yeah, you shouldn't it even go into debt over it. someone that You have a real relationship with. Never go into debt for anybody. Yeah. Go into debt to buy a house. Do that. That's the reason you go into debt. Like, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it for anything else. Like, that, it's just such a bad, you're going to regret it. Yeah, do not go into debt for Top Shot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, any advice for uh, how to approach the conversation? Like, I mean, it's it's tough that it, it appears that he's, define the terms of the relationship in this way already yeah like they don't hang out in any other context than going like also you know like it's covid so like what like what are you really like going out and doing like eating outside at restaurants all the time and stuff um yeah people still eating out during covid they barely more than ever before Uh, (laughs) i would say yeah try to try to propose something that's not like that. I mean, if you if it's already the type of thing where you only hang out going to spend money and you pay for everything, you have to try to like scale that back. And if she's not into it, then you're that's like dating a big somebody sign. super Push conceited yeah. who's I like mean, keep it pushing, man. If, if somebody on. is really that greedy and a money grubber, you got to keep it pushing. Sorry, guy. Sorry, my guy. Gotta just have fun. Have fun as long as you can, but don't go into debt. What Zach said. Don't feel bad about it either. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on the sex, though. I know, yeah, right? We, we love sex. I, I had to ask and follow this up and make sex sure that positive I had to make sure that he was at least getting laid out of this. Yes, absolutely. And he is. Yeah, yeah okay. he is. No doubt there. But that was the only question we had for this week. So send Maybe, me questions, uh, guys. Look, I don't want to turn this into a, uh, I don't know, an accusation of prostitution by any means. Because I do not, there's no shame there. Sex workers are people. Sex workers should be protected. I believe in all that. However, I would no say, doubt. like, if you're paying all this money 
and you are getting sex, maybe see what, you know, try to fill out some fantasies before, the, before everything blows up, right? <laughs> you, know, you want to try some stuff that you wanted to, you've always wanted to try? Like, just float it as an Stop idea. Try, see what's up. Try, try. You have nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose because you're about to lose her anyway. So go for it, you know? That's true. That's a good point. Get the most out so of it. So I just can. got I just got an email about copper infused jackets I got the same that are shit. effective <laughs> against <laughs> COVID nineteen. Stop. Really? Stop. <laughs> really? I got the same shit as what it was. Why are you two hype beasts getting these special jackets and like, me, Eden, and Jade aren't no, getting notified? The idea is that we would like do a story about it. Like sir, sir, sir. Huh. You're a designer, not a scientist. <laughs> I like this. I like this idea. How is it like... <laughs> Full metal jacket, baby. Oh, my God, yo. I like it. Where do I get one of these? Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, there has been an increased concern surrounding the ease at which pathogens spread. Copper has many anti <laughs> Copper has many antiviral properties, and these FDA-approved jackets are proven to oh kill coronavirus God. in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> 30 minutes or less? What's some fucking Domino's pizza? What are you talking oh, about? Shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> That's insane. Did you say it was dude. FDA approved? Yeah, FDA approved. Yo, I bet it says FDA approved there, but at the bottom it says not FDA approved. <laughs> I mean, you know, slightly affordable, only 200 bucks for an overcoat. <laughs> I mean, look, I think the 165 like for the poncho, Eden. Yeah. I know it oh, rains a lot poncho, in Arkansas. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, anything to keep you from COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Priceless. Yo, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I, ta- I can't. I take I, co- I take a supplement, copper. I take a copper supplement. Oh man, where was this a year ago? Right. Well, it takes right. time to develop. I mean, come on. Where was the vaccine a year ago? It took longer to develop the copper jacket. Hardest to the vaccine to sew together a copper jacket. Kidding me? Literally pennies on the dollar. What do we got? <laughs> what do we got in the bag? All right. The bag, the bag, the bag. Hit Joker at A.W. Mueller. Have you Bueller? ever won a bracket pool? Bueller? Have yeah, you ever won a bracket I pool? I did yeah. in 2015 when Duke won Never the championship. Won. I tied once. Tied. And in 2010, almost, I came in second. I almost won my bracket that year. I came in third place the year that... um. Tyus, Tyrus Thomas and and that LSU oh, dude. Okay, because yeah. I picked them to beat Duke, and that was that was one of my smartest picks ever. I was like, man, all this Duke ain't gonna be able to score against them cats. JJ yeah. Reddick's last year, yeah. Yep, yep. That was uh, one of my favorite tournament moments. Somebody tweeted yesterday, "What was your fondest memory in the tournament?" And I remember it like it was yesterday. And it was um, Trajan Langdon traveling on the most important possession oh of the '99 title game. That was. Oh, you mean that, that, you mean that, that bum Trajan Lang that I stopped on a one-on-one uh, fast break? No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> when did this happen? It happened like three or four summers ago at Bob Myers pickup oh, game okay. in Las so Vegas. After Summer like League. 20 knee surgeries? What, that, like, how many fucking knee surgeries have I had? All right? Like, this, he's Trajan Langdon. He came down on a one-on-one. I stripped the ball out of his fucking hands. ACC player of the year was. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. I also left him wide open to go cover someone else at one point, and it was a. Then I dawned on me. Dude, I just left like one of the most prolific I, shooters in ACC history to bro, probably not my best decision. Jumper was wet. Oh my god, dude! One of the yo. So one of my first college basketball memories was um, I, it might have been the year. It might have been ninety eight, or maybe a year before that. Um, I guess Tra- Trajan Langdon had missed a lot of time with injury or whatever. And it was his first game back, and he 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 drained a three, and Dick Vitale goes, Trey's back, baby, Trey's back. He was so fucking happy, and that shit made my blood boil. And I just knew that I had to hate Duke. I had to hate Trey oh Lane just from Vitale's freaking. And th- it was disgusting, dude. So yeah, thanks to Dick Vitale, he contributed to my Duke. Very yeah, early. I just I want to see so like a teenage was just trying to like just hating figure out who to hate the the <laughs> most like which Duke player he hates the most. Um, William Avery was up there. Oh, yo, I hate him in the fucking NBA. And, but the crazy thing about that team is that I didn't hate Elton Brand. I thought he was whatever, but I loved Corey Maggette. Oh, it, man, Corey Maggette was like, nobody was doing that dude, then. Dude, he Love was he, he he had teenage young me, adolescent me, very conflicted. But Duke was, but then you know they came back with Chris Carwell and Shane Battier, and it was like, oh yeah, oh, I'm just picturing you watching Steve Wojcikowski. Just. I never watched him in real time. So, okay. but you know, I'm sure that guy would have made me pissed me the hell off. Oh man, Carwell was a baller. Yeah, Chris Carwell could hoop. He was like their yeah. like defensive, like stopper type of guy. Yeah. And you know, he could get busy on offense a little bit, but he was their defensive guy. And that Jay Williams team, man, Jay Williams was. He was. I was totally in the background. Like I was yeah. just. Under, man, I thought he, he was, was gonna be under. the greatest. Unfreaking real. Unreal. Major got an intro. Hello and welcome to the Friday hashtag Ask Was Mailbag on the Count of Things Network. I'm your host, Anthony Mays, coming to you from San Francisco. On the line to answer your fantastic inquiries, we have in Los Angeles, CTD MVP, one would think, and therefore one was, Santa Hoops, a.k.a. St. Nicholas Cage, Mariano Blanco, the one-liner designer, he respects the boulevard, Zach Moose Harper, the Haitian sensation with a Caucasian fixation, his vocation is irritation of the general population, the black intellectual, the Liberian rock, cultural anthropologist, sexual politician, you know the fucking vibes of Fizzwaz! The only Asian that doesn't raise it in Arkansas with a greener light than J.R. Smith and a tattoo for each of the seven deadly sins on both of her rib cages. Her love of Duke is not a fluke. She won't spook due to any rebuke. She can car up the ice and fix her love life. It's Eden Lou and in Bloomfield, Connecticut. Jake Christie is his brother and his wife. Amateur bear watcher with the bionic coal and the sheep dipped conspiracy consigliere. Jaden Full, he scored 103 goals at the score level. Only 28, but his mind is old. He came out the womb wilt. His wife is a fruit, and he's a nut. It's not a bit. He's dinging in the rain, just dinging in the rain. The evil producer full of bearded cat energy. Gonna get something like... Caught him right up. Caught him up tonight. Sesame chicken. Yo, DJ, you know. Real real quick, can I just say something real quick? Um, I'm just thinking I was going back through some Duke stuff, and the the year after Grant Hill left, so they were 28 and 6. 
with that last year with Grant Hill, and they lose in the national championship to Arkansas. And the next year with Trajan Lang, a young Trajan Langdon with Cherokee Parks with Jeff Capel, um, they went 13 and 18, and they were two and 14 in the ACC. And I just, I'm trying to just picture Mike Shashevsky during that season, just how <laughs> fucking furious he would have been. It just like, it just delights me. It just, <laughs> uh, I've never hated Duke, but I cannot stand Coach K. I know. I'm just saying. I can't stand him. All right, sorry. Yo, Rob. Yo, I mean, what's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget <laughs> to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the Stereo app. That's right. Go to Stereo.com slash Darth Amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us. And we're going to talk about all of the different things that I always forget about. This is a great app. Every time you guys are listening to this pod, you say, oh, I wish I could chime in. But you're listening to our pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With Stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and our, yours truly all at the Count the Things Network. And we're going to be out here. We're going to do this regularly multiple times a week. Just hop on stereo. Download the app. Subscribe. Follow Darth the Mean. Follow Talk Hoops. Follow Trayvon. Follow Big Waz. All of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the stereo app. You will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And, of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. And you can follow me, Stereo.com slash Darth Amin. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You can join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time. Follow me and get notified every time I go live. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. 
That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X dot com.